Let's talk about the seven reasons to explore a creative practice. In this episode, you'll learn how connecting to your creativity as a tool for self-discovery and healing can lead to finding more purpose and meaning in your life. Curious? Well, then let's get started, shall we? Hello and welcome to the Outcast Creatives Podcast, a space and community for the creative misfits and rebels of this world. I'm your host, Pip Laker, a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, and I'm here to metaphorically catch you when you fall or feel like giving up, while inspiring and empowering you to courageously show up, shine your light, and make a living out of your art. Join me in each episode to debunk creative myths through mindset, energy, and spiritual practices, as well as interviewing and hearing the stories of other creative entrepreneurs. Well, are you ready? Then let's get started with today's episode. Hello, how are you? This week, I wanted to start the episode a little bit differently by giving you an insight into one of the tools that is in my spiritual toolkit. So when those fearful thoughts creep in, and they do from time to time, I'm very grateful that I have access to all of the tools from my creative experience and the spiritual modalities that I have learned to help me balance my head and heart and come back into alignment with my soul's mission here on earth, which is guiding souls to a creative practice that fulfills their desires. We will get to the seven reasons to explore a creative practice later on in the episode, but first I wanted to start with why seven and the symbolism behind the number seven, which is very special. So seven is all about spirituality, alignment, and achievement, and it's here to remind you to keep moving forward. It also invites you to reflect, assess, and evaluate the life that you're living from a holistic point of view and lead you down that path of discovery and obtaining new knowledge. I love connecting to tarot as a bridge between my creativity and my intuition, and it's something that I have been using in my creative practice for about a year now to help me connect to my creative ideas. So sometimes when the answers are feeling a little bit foggy, shuffling and choosing a few cards with intention can lead to clarity or the answers that you seek without letting your analytical mind get in the way. Tarot used to terrify me, and from the conversations I've had with others as well, it is a modality that frightens a lot of people because through the media, we're taught that it's about fortune telling and that your reality is set and the challenges and obstacles in your life that come through in something like a tarot reading are destined. And I want to let you know that this actually isn't true because you as a human have free will and you have the ability to see the meanings from the tarot or the meanings that tarot are offering you and then change the path or the course of your action to ensure that that obstacle doesn't hinder you in the way a traditional fortune telling woo woo tarot reading would give you. So here's your little history lesson of the modality of tarot. And it might surprise you that tarot actually dates back to as early as the 1400s. It was created in Italy and it was used as a card game. But it wasn't until the 1700s that it became a way to predict and guide people towards new knowledge and often knowledge about uncertain futures. 
In the 1900s, it was then picked up by religious groups. And then in the 1960s, it became more about self-discovery and learning to connect to your subconscious mind. So tarot has been around for about 500 years. And it's not just about fortune telling. It acts as a guide providing you with insight into the past, present and future. And again, the reframe that I heard in a course that I did, it's called Master the Tarot Meanings by Biddy Tarot. And this perspective was that your future is not set in stone. So tarot could show you what could happen. However, as I mentioned before, we're humans, we have free will, and we have the ability to choose our own path forward and change the course of the symbolism that comes through in that reading. So meaning if a challenge arises in your life through tarot, you can gain insight to support yourself through those times. And it's actually about asking a question, laying out those cards in front of you and understanding a message or a story that wants to come through. And often that story can lead to you creating a path forward for yourself through the challenges, through the obstacles, and even through the really good times in life. Because often tarot, a lot of the tarot cards have quite positive and beautiful meanings behind them. I hope that that little history lesson has eased your opinions on tarot. And now I want to jump into the suit of sevens because seven is the number of this episode. Tarot is split into four suits, similar to a deck of cards, but the suits are cups, wands, swords, and pentacles. Some decks depict these in different ways, but this is usually the the general suits that you'll see come forward in a deck of tarot cards that you have. So the cups represent the element of water and offer guidance around your emotions, relationships, and creativity. The suit of wands represents the element of fire and offers guidance around passion, drive, motivation, and ambition. The suit of swords represents the element of air and offers guidance around thoughts, intellect, communication, and truth. And the suit of pentacles represents the element of earth and offers guidance around your material possessions and wealth, manifestations, and abundance. As I mentioned towards the start of this episode, the number seven is a very special number because it's all about spirituality, alignment and achievement. And it's here as a reminder to help us keep moving forward, to reflect, to assess and to evaluate our lives from a holistic point of view. So with that in mind, the seven of cups is all about choices. And this could be multiple creative outlets available to you. It could be choices about what path to take next, perhaps different emotions that you're feeling or relationships in your life. And here you're asked to make a choice by evaluating your options and digging deep into what's really involved with each choice. So this could look like a pros and cons list or you know a feelings list. What are the feelings that come up for you within each option? Uh, And if you are feeling overwhelmed by these choices and unable to move forward, it could be a sign to choose one thing to focus on. And, you know, that thing that feels really important to you, which you will understand through your pros and cons list or your feelings list, and then go all in on that one thing, that one thing that's really important to you. Now, the suit of wands. So the seven of wands is about protection and boundaries. So this may mean keeping your creative ideas sacred for a little while. Uh, This could be releasing external pressures and connecting to your self-worth again. So from the inside out, 
standing up passionately for what you believe in when it feels safe to do so. And if people are questioning your work, it's about remembering to step back and see the work that you have put in to get to where you are now and not censoring yourself to make others happy. The Seven of Swords is about prioritizing what's important to you and it's focusing your thoughts and energy towards the action that feels aligned. It's about trust in yourself and your ability to see your ideas through to completion and cancelling out any self-doubt and believing that you have what you need inside you to make your creative ventures a success. So this is that trusting your inner voice piece. And if you haven't listened to my episode from last week about are you listening to your inner voice, this could be a sign for you to go back and have a listen to that one as well. The seven of pentacles is about preparation and longevity. So there is still work to be done with the suit of sevens. And this is about your willingness to put in the hard work now and that understanding that through patience, you will reap the rewards of the seeds you planted later. So understanding yourself and your creative journey is a long-term gain and you may not see immediate results. So however, the work that you're putting in now has the potential to grow into something really magical if you allow nature to take its course and release that feeling of impatience. So this is again, investing in the right projects that will pay off in the long run. So a common thread through the sevens is really going all in on that one idea, that one thing that feels the most important to you and the the thing that you're the most invested in. Now to wrap up our mini lesson on tarot and the sevens, what can we learn from this very, very special number? It's that if something isn't working, it could be a sign to start doing things differently. And if this does come up, make sure that you do reflect, assess and evaluate the options from a holistic point of view, then connect to that inner voice and trust that with intentional and aligned action, the vision that you have will manifest. So continue following your creative ideas, the ones that light up your soul to inspire you to keep moving forward. And if you do feel the need to rush, remember to come back to patience. And now drum roll, please. The moment you've been waiting for the seven reasons to explore a creative practice. So number one is it helps you gain a deeper understanding of self. Creativity is such a beautiful tool for self-discovery and by connecting to a creative practice, you can explore your identity in new ways and find those spaces that require healing. Reflect on those lessons and challenges you've experienced in your life to redefine how you want to show up in this world through your craft. So for me, creativity has always been my go-to way of expressing myself. And when I was a teenager, I didn't know how to express my emotions through word. Art became this really beautiful sanctuary for me to gain that deeper understanding of myself. And by exploring to my feelings through my art, I developed a strong connection to my identity. So identity is a huge thing in creating that creative life that you dream of. And 
I've worked with clients in the past where we've explored their artist identity and who it is that they already are, but who it is that they're also stepping into. So you get to recreate yourself through this process of of understanding yourself and maybe seeing the parts of yourself that you want to let go of and then the parts of yourself that you want to reinvent. Number two is that it creates connection and meaning in your life. So connection to yourself and others. In the modality of positive psychology, there is a concept called the PERMA model, and this was created by Martin Seligman, and he found that five elements uh, describe the human experience, or they become the building blocks for life. So the M in PERMA represents meaning and living a purposeful existence. So this shares that humans live at their best when they're dedicated to something greater than themselves, like being a part of a community or working towards a common creative goal or project. So by connecting to a creative practice, you can discover purposeful meaning that is channeled through your own personal values and beliefs. And values and beliefs, this is something that we can go deep into in one-on-one coaching together because you have values and you have beliefs that you have carried through your whole life. And when you can connect those values to what it is that you're creating, that's what creates that deeper meaning in your practice. Number three is it helps you find and download new inspiration. I've shared this quote a few times over the last few weeks, and I will continue to keep coming back to it. It's from Picasso, and it's that inspiration finds you working. So through that act of intentional creation, you open up this channel for new inspiration to flow through. And one of the best tips for creative block is to take a step back from the thing that you're trying to create. And I say trying because that's often what creates that feeling of of stuckness or that those blocked feelings and create something different. So whether that's just a scribble on paper or journaling out your thoughts or mindful movement like walking in nature or dancing, you're creating space for new creative ideas to flow through. So let's take this idea to open up your heart and receive and clear your mind to achieve the inspiration that is waiting to come to life through you. Number four is it's a beautiful way to invite in more self-care and self-love, which leads on from point three and the part that I shared around taking a step back and creating something different or creating something just for you. So creativity just for that sole purpose of creating to move you from one place to another, to connect you back to your spark and your true essence. And this is also about the different types of rest that you can invite into your life, like physical rest. So that is sleep. And then you have mental rest, like creating space in your day to stop for a moment and and maybe even practice some gratitude or you have spiritual rest like meditation and prayer and then you have emotional rest which is all about calming your energy and connecting back to your authenticity and then you have that sensory rest which is calming the nervous system and switching off 
those devices maybe switching off from life for a little bit then you have that social rest by spending time in conversation and connection with others that feeds your soul and then of course my favorite we have that creative rest which is getting outside and going to places that inspire you like nature or galleries or even spending that time again in that mindful creativity like doodling painting dancing poetry etc Number five is it helps you to express your thoughts and emotions in a healthy way. When working with clients, I love using the modality of kinesiology, and you would have heard me say this time and time again, because through this practice, we can connect to the emotions that sit underneath the surface that can be blocking you creatively or even from moving forward in your life. So it's creating that space to express those emotions safely through through the spiritual modalities that I can teach you and even through a creative practice. And this can be really healing and also provide you with insight into learning how to master your emotions. So understanding what your emotions are telling you and then having that maturity to to feel them and to understand them and then to move on from them if they are, are no longer serving you. So our thoughts and emotions can be our biggest teachers in showing us where to change and redirect your energy and create more positive experiences in your life. And this is the piece where the the coaching skills really come into play. So working with your mindset and energy levels to create stronger belief in yourself and a knowing that your dreams are possible and then creating more vitality and vibrancy and confidence from the inside out. Number six is it's a way to share the magic from your own personal universe with others. So you have your own personal universe. You have your own unique gifts and they are different and unlike anyone else. So you see the world through your perspective and that perspective is made up of your upbringing, your experiences, your memories, your inspirations. So I teach you to connect to your soul star and that's your connection to your higher self. And then through one-on-one coaching, I can teach you how to download inspiration from that personal universe of yours to create magic in a way that's completely aligned and authentic to you. So when you do share that magic with others, you invite them to to find this for themselves as well. Lastly, number seven is that it can lead to finding your passion and purpose. Whether you already know what that is and you're searching for clarity or you're a complete newbie to exploring the many creative outlets available to you, having a creative practice invites you to play experiment, take that messy and perfect action because we need to put those ideas out there because if we don't put the ideas out there, we're not going to get the feedback to make them better. And eventually that will lead to mastering your craft or finding the thing that you're really, really, really passionate about and the thing that you want to continue creating for maybe the rest of your life. And that comes from within. So going through this process allows you to start believing that your dreams are possible and through practice and dedication and devotion, you can turn that inspiration into a passion and a purpose that lights up your soul. And I also want to mention that this can also change as you grow too. So I did say something that you can do for the rest of your life before, but it's also really humbly knowing that like you're not locked in, like you can change this as you change and evolve. And that might look like small changes or it might be major pivots, but it's just knowing that this 
way of creatively expressing yourself and showing up in the world is not set in stone, just like the tarot readings are not set in stone. You have free will. And as you go through this journey, you get to change and explore and create new things and change your art and change direction and keep creating. That's just the the overall message of this is just keep creating, keep expressing yourself and keep allowing yourself to share your authentic magic and your authentic creativity with others. Because as I mentioned in number six, like the more that you share your magic with others, the more you invite them to do that for themselves too. The more you invite them to find their truth and their voice and their creative gifts that they can share with others. It becomes this beautiful ripple effect of people expressing their creativity and inspiring others to do the same. So that brings us to the end of this episode. And I just wanted to give you a recap of the seven steps. So we had one, it helps you connect back to and understand yourself better. Two, it creates deeper meaning in your life. Three, it helps you find and download new inspiration. Four, it's a beautiful way to invite in more self-care and self-love. Five, it helps you to express your thoughts and emotions in a healthy way. Six, it's a way to share the magic from your own personal universe with others. And seven, it can lead to finding your passion and purpose in life, which can lead to more fulfillment. Now, as always, I love to hear from you. So if there was a particular part of this podcast episode that inspired you, that brought you an aha moment or made you think in a new way, I would love if you could jump over to Instagram and send me a message at Studio Soulstar. Otherwise, if you are part of the Outcast Creatives Club, you can do the same thing over there. We love connecting with new creative souls. So if you Define yourself as an outcast creative. Jump over to Facebook and join the free group and let's keep this community growing. This podcast was brought to you by Pip Laker at Studio Soulstar. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outcast Creatives Podcast. If you love the content and felt inspired, your reviews are always appreciated. And if you feel called, come and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Studio Soulstar. Until next time, remember to keep dreaming and creating.